Hello there, my name is Tim and you're listening to Renegade Transmissions. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about the new upcoming Renegade Legion game from Budgie Smuggler Games. I'll be talking a little in-depth about the play and about that new and exciting version of the game. Uh, but first, before that, I want to talk about the one product that they already have out. Budgie Smuggler Games has already released and made available to the public, and that is the short story anthology voices of varuna um first i want to say you know these short story anthologies really seem to be something that is becoming very common uh among games and i I think it's a great it's a great way in general for games for new games to introduce some of the the world and the lore um, to potential players and I think it's also a great kind of on-ramp for you know games that have been around a while that if they're trying to bring new people in and you know, maybe it's people who've played the game but they're just not familiar with the lore, uh, it's a great kind of entry point. Uh, it's not it's not as daunting as looking at the you know, massive novels, uh, especially some of these games that have you know a lot of existing novels already. Uh, because you know we've got this uh, this anthology from Renegade Legion, uh, another you know a Kickstarter. I, I, I just actually today got my uh, my uh, reward in the mail, um, but the Kickstarter for Gangs of the Undercity from Fragging Unicorn Games. You know they had uh, Neo Babylon Knights. That was their anthology series. Uh, you know which was great set of short stories, really setting up that universe. Um, and another game, Battletech, has really been pushing that lately uh, since their Kickstarter. That they've had the shrapnel. I mean, they're calling it a magazine, but it's essentially it, it's an anthology. You know, the the only difference is they have kind of different things in there as well. It, it's it's in addition to the short stories, they've got stats and, and game involved segments in there as well that you know kind of would be something you traditionally more see in a magazine but they're certainly putting it out as a quarterly anthology uh and those are both you know great you know neo babylon knights really gave a good view of what this universe they're creating for the gangs of the undercity game is going to be the shrapnel is great because it's for people who know the lore for people who've read the books it's more. It's, it's giving you little glimpses into maybe a side that you haven't seen before. Uh, but for people who don't, for people who look at the list of, you know, 100 plus Battletech novels and say, wow, that's way too daunting, they can say, well, okay, well, I can pick up this uh, essentially book of short stories. And that's a great way to just get a taste of what this universe is like. 
And the voices of Varuna is certainly uh, primarily doing the same job as that Neo-Babylonite. It's introducing people to this universe. Now, while the obviously the Renegade Legion trademark is something that has existed before, uh, and this is they're building on some of the legacy of that game, it's not carrying over any of the storyline, any of the actual universe that that game existed in. You know, that's all for legal copyright issue reasons. So this new book is a great opportunity to delve into this new universe. And one of the advantages it has over, say, it just, you know, if they dropped a novel, uh, is that, you know, a novel is going to give you, even if it's this huge, epic, sweeping novel, it's still only giving you a fairly small slice of this universe. But by doing it as a... A, a, a collection of short stories. What are there? There are 10 short stories in here. And so you've got 10 different, very different views on this universe that they're creating. 10 different slices of what is out there. And I really think that that is something that offers that broader look that you really do want in introducing a new world to people. And I will say, when they first announced that they were doing this, uh, I was not, I have to be honest, I was not expecting the caliber of authors they had for this. Um, I was expecting it to be, you know, mostly, well, the developers and their friends and people they knew. And it just, you know, very small group of people that they were pulling from. And, and even some of these authors, you know, I have to admit, I didn't know them going into this. I, they weren't names I recognized right away. I mean, certainly some were. But there were others that I, I'd never heard of before. But then you look and you see they've written for, you know, things like Star Wars and Warhammer or whatever else. You know, they've written for these huge franchises. Um, so these are clearly accomplished, talented authors that they've been able to bring in and help flesh out the start of this new universe. Uh, so, so that was extremely impressive. And I have to say, you know, reading it, that level of writing clearly shows. It, it, it clearly shows that this is not a, you know, kind of the group of fans, group of just people who they could find, who could put string together, you know, somewhat correct sentences. There are some really talented writers who are putting in some amazing work. Now, like a lot of anthologies, you're going to get a wide range of stories you know in some anthologies you, you, have, you have a lot of different kinds of anthologies you have anthologies that um, are focused on a specific idea or topic uh, or genre or something like that um, you might have a anthology is all books about zombies or all books about you know or all stories about zombies or all stories about vampires or whatever and then you have others that are much more more widely spread but they still very much tend to be in a similar genre uh voices for is a little different because you're not getting much similarity in genre i mean they're all sci-fi stories because it's a sci-fi universe but inside of that they really are different you've got you know action stories you've got heist stories you've got uh 
romance stories really you've got intrigue you know political intrigue you've got all kinds of uh great stories that run the gamut of, of different genres that can exist inside this universe and that's one of the things that i do think shows just how wide with the, the breadth of this universe is going to be that it can fit so many different things inside of it uh, and that does mean that you know not all these stories are going to be for everybody you know there's going to be stories that people you know just not their thing you know and that's fine uh but i pretty well guarantee it, you know this is the sort of general you know sci-fi thing that interesting. if you're interested enough to be listening to this podcast you're gonna find stories you like in this book guaranteed um i do want to point out just a couple off the bat that I, that i wanted to highlight you know the first one uh, the first story is blaze of glory uh, by beth vincent and you know really to start off i mean in, in some ways and this isn't to to speak down at all it's a very straightforward traditional kind of military sci-fi story you know, and I think that that's a great introduction to this universe because that's what a lot of people are looking at, where and where a lot of people are coming from. Coming into this, you know, it's like, well, this is a war game; it's a sci-fi war game, so military sci-fi stories make sense. Uh, but it's a great one; it's it's entertaining; it's uh, has some great characters, um, and it also does set up some of the stakes in the universe, some of the players, some of the factions, and gives you a glimpse into that. Plus, it shows a little bit, you know, and probably more than a lot of the other stories, kind of gives you a little bit of a grasp of how the game plays, how, you know, the forces involved, things like that. Uh, but it's also just a fun kind of action story, and, and it was a really enjoyable read. The uh, the next story um, was uh, Finneran's Wake, and uh, this is by uh, John Peel, and this story is very interesting um because and, and i want to be careful not to give too much away here for sure but there is certainly a very let's say lovecraftian nature to the story uh that i really enjoyed and that i really uh found entertaining and, and again a nice kind of uh twist on the the overall scene or the overall universe um and the, the last one I want to point out is uh, All Green with the Queen. And this is by Wunji Lao. And I apologize if I, if I mispronounce that name. Uh, but this is a great story because, again, we get to see some nice action. We get to, you know, see a little bit of how, you know, kind of some things that are going to be represented on the table when we play. We get to see some grav tanks in action. Uh, but we also get to see the strife and, and the tension between these factions you know that it's not that well those are the bad guys and so then everyone against them is the good guys and all on the same page and all kumbaya and happy and that's just not the way it is at all there's still the tension there's still that friction even among you know the the, the good guys in the story and so that was really uh really exciting to see and you know, I know they've said, you know, there's going to be more stories coming. There's going to be uh, more fiction coming out. And, you know, hopefully, um, personally, I'm hoping we see, you know, novels. We see more of these kind of anthology books. But whatever comes out next, you know, this is a great start. This is showing, you know, there's going to be uh, a really exciting universe to delve into here. And so I'm really excited to see 
what comes next from them. But the next big thing, the thing that uh, I think kind of anybody, and again, anybody who's listening to this, you're going to kind of be anticipating and looking forward to the most right now is the actual game. The new Renegade Legion Centurion tabletop game. And that is, uh, you know, Centurion is the anti-grav, or grav, uh, excuse me, grav tank combat system where, you, you know, you're fighting these, you know, hover tanks for, to use a different term, in, uh, call it land, but I mean, you're flying a little bit above the ground, but essentially land warfare between tanks, and it really is the core of what this game is going to be about. Now, they do have plans to release other games in line with the the old Renegade Legion, where you had the Interceptor, Leviathan, the Prefect, um, I'm blanking on the other one now, but, you know, so we can have these different, uh, oh, Legionnaire, of course, you know, we have these different things that going from just the tanks to include this, the, the Starfighters, to include these, you know, these massive space battleships, to include, you know, entire planetary invasions, but also go deep down and just dig into, you know, a single RPG character. But it really seems like, you know, they're, they're building it all around the core of Centurion. That is the basis of where it all rests. And so um, I was lucky enough uh, a couple weeks ago to get to play with one of the developers, Matt Alexander, and uh, played with him, you know, on Tabletop Simulator. And... We ran through a quick game and give a few of my, you know, kind of initial impressions about the game. Now it's still in beta; they're still changing things, and there were things that came up during the game. They's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's, you know, that's something we can clarify. That's something, you know, certainly we can uh, make sure the rules uh, address that. But the first thing I want to say right away about the game is, it is a fast-paced game. It is not a you're going to slog for three plus hours with two tanks each and, you know, barely finish a, a battle. It, it's not like that. Um, we each had six tanks on the table, and I think we played, you know, for 45 minutes, maybe an hour. You know, might have been a little bit longer than that, but, you know, we were also talking during this. We were, you know, tabletop simulators, not the fastest way to get things done. You know, I, I kept dropping the dice and you know having problems moving the models and things like that uh but this is going to be a much much quicker game than the uh, og renegade legion for sure um it's going to be faster game than say something like um battletech which is a very you know detailed game uh this is going to be more you know along the lines of you know if you know battletech you know there's alpha strike where it's a much quicker game um if you've been following you know news with warhammer the new kill team that's coming out it, it, again seems along that line it's, it's stripped down and simplified uh that's not to say that it's not deep you know it's it's, it's like a lot of these games that um you know x-wing is a great example on the surface it is a very simple game but the depth you can go to and it is is very very deep so the basics of the game is you have 
you know power you can you can give to different systems in your tank that can kind of you know like almost customize how the tank operates you know whether you're giving it to you know your shields or your weapons things like that um, movement is all done with movement templates um, each tank has certain movement templates they can use uh, you know firing you know everything fires you know you got a 360 degree arc you can fire and but where you get hit you know which side of the tank you get hit on is going to determine how damage works and damage is done you, know, you pull a card and that damage it's going to tell you you know kind of what that damage is uh which i really like that was a very nice uh simple way to track damage and for damage to be dynamic you know it's not just okay you took a point you took a point. it's like okay well you got hit maybe this time it was heavy damage this time it was light damage so the actual level of damage done can change depending on the card you draw and um, sometimes those will have effects on your tank it might you reduce movement you your shields go down something you know there could be a lot of different things that uh, are going to affect what happens um, there's also you know environmental cards that play that are going to change the, the table for everybody um, could be you know a storm comes through and you know it knocks everybody's shields out or you know somehow the gravity gets affected and everybody has to you know reduce their altitude by one there's lots of uh, things that come up on those because we only went through a couple of them in the game so I certainly have no idea what most of them are going to be um, but it's a fun game it's a, it's a quick playing game uh, but one thing they have said is you know they're looking they're going to add on even more depth they're going to give you know a lot of optional rules if you want that crunchier version of this game that's going to be available um, so for, certainly for you know people who you know, play the old game like oh I really like you know the damage templates and things like that or the flowchart uh, you know the critical hit flowchart thing those are all things that you know might be coming back as you know kind of optional more advanced rules uh, but I think they're really starting it from the right place of saying hey we're gonna make this game that's you know fairly simple fairly straightforward fun to play and then we'll add on additional rules on top of that but we want to make something that anybody can kind of jump into and play with relative ease because it is a lot easier to build from you know kind of a simple rule base and build on top of that anytime you go the other way around when you take a a kind of complex crunchy rule set and strip it down fans aren't happy <laughs> you know um, that's certainly something you know I know I've seen and you know Battletech did that with you know well first of all there's the clicky tech which that's a whole other thing but you know even Alpha Strike you know, people got mad. They said, hey, this isn't Battletech. Even though no one was forcing them to play that instead of traditional Battletech, you know, people still got mad and said, no, we like the crunch. You know, uh, Shadowrun did the same thing when they came out with the uh, Anarchy system. Um, you know, Warhammer, again, you know, the Kill Team fans, you know, this is going on right now. They're saying, hey, you're stripping away a lot of the crunch that was in the traditional Kill Team. We don't like that. And so it's a lot harder to take that crunch away from people than it is to give it to them later as kind of an optional rule. So I do think that's a great uh, way to build the game up. Uh, and then there's also just going to be more complexity that comes in as they add these other systems in, as they add in the interceptors and leviathans and those sort of things where we do get to see different types of units take place and different things come in and those will all by necessity complicate the game a little bit but it is a like i said it's an overall it's a fun game and it is uh i wouldn't i mean i wouldn't call it like a beer and pretzels game 
but it's not in, you know, block out a whole afternoon just to get in a quick session. It's certainly something you, you could play in, you know, an hour or two and get a good, healthy game in. Now, what, like I said, what I played, you know, it's still in the beta version. They're still tweaking it. They've still got a little bit before, you know, they actually plan to, you know, launch this. Um, but, you know, the question is, you know, were there things that I saw in it that I wasn't so sure, I'm not so sure if they're working right. And for the most part, no. Honestly, there wasn't a lot where I saw like, oh, no, this isn't, oh, I don't like this, this isn't. You know, part of it is this game fits my personal taste, <laughs> you know. It fits with what I like in a game. Uh, the only potential downside I saw was that, you know, and it, this is from playing one game, so this could be just a fluke of the game, is that I played as the Tog, and, you know, I had the slower, more powerful tanks, and they just rolled right over, you know, the, the other side. That there was, it was complete you know domination by my side and i'm not a good war gamer i love playing them i enjoy war games i'm not good at them ever and so i, I certainly am not going to say it's like oh it's not my tactical genius you know it may have been luck of the rolls it absolutely could have been uh that could have been a lot of it but it felt like the tog were a little overpowered and so that could be an issue but it also could be a you know maybe it's not a bug maybe it's a feature because what I think, you know, one thing that, you know, you do get somewhat from the voices of Varuna uh, stories is that the Tug are powerful. They are supposed to be the most powerful faction in the galaxy. And so it may, it kind of makes sense that they are going to roll over the enemy. Um, now, I believe the points in that game where they were supposed to be balanced, so you think, you know, like, okay, well, it should be maybe a difference in, in how the points are attributed to each unit. But I think, you know, if we're playing games, and I, because I personally, I love, you know, kind of scenario-based games where if the mission isn't just, okay, put all your tanks on the field and we'll just fight, but if it's, you're trying to accomplish something, it seems very much more asymmetrical kind of warfare, then it, it works. It makes the game dynamic to have one side stronger than the other. And so, like I said, I, and that absolutely could just be a fluke of the one game I played, but it could be a really cool um, feel to the game, a really cool way to give some of that narrative feel on the tabletop. Uh, but it's not something we really know until you get the chance to, you know, get a few more games under our belts and get lots of people playing it which is hopefully something we will get a chance to do before too long uh and as soon as i have more information about that i'll be sure to let you all know but for now that's the end of this renegade transmission uh we'll be back hopefully soon uh look forward to bringing you some more reviews some more info and uh plan on lining up some interviews with some of the people involved with the game and let you get a chance to hear from them yourselves so if you uh, want to know more, want to make sure you know when the next episode comes out, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at RenLegPod. It's R-E-N-L-E-G-P-O-D. Or you can go to my website, which is IndirectFire.net, uh, which will have information about Renegade Legion as, long, as well as a 
a lot of other wargaming bits and bobs as I get around to getting those up. So thanks again, and I'll see you next time.